Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Gen Z and Millennial expert. Happy Thursday. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. I had a great day, but I must admit I am exhausted. I've been doing a lot of traveling on the road. I drove about 600 miles roughly in the last couple days. So I'm a little bit uh, a little bit on the tired side, but I, but I feel good. I'm re-energized. I'm ready to go. Uh, this weekend we're going to be taking a trip up to uh, Big Bear, which is the mountains about uh, roughly a hundred and so miles from San Diego. It's about eight thousand feet up, and so yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good weekend. Uh, it's gonna learn how to put on snow chain tires, which I've never done before. So I am a little bit nervous about that. But other than that, I'm looking forward to it. So I hope everybody's doing well and planning for a great weekend. Remember, if you work, 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 you need to find time to have some fun. You know, I I like, I used to subscribe more so than I do now as I'm getting older. But work hard, play harder. But now I think I've come to terms that it's more about uh, work hard, and rest more. <laughs> but I think that's just uh, the Gen X in me talking. But the majority of you, I'm sure you will subscribe to the work hard and play harder, which there's nothing wrong with that. So today's date is January 28th, 2021. And I believe it's episode number 95. So that means likely it'll be next Thursday for our episode 100. So I want to thank all the listeners for listening and subscribing and taking the time to listen to me 12 to 16 minutes a day or whatever it is uh, talking about content and relative to Gen Z's and millennials and and overall uh, just life in general. And I think I like to share personal attributes of what I go through and, you know, at the same time, demonstrate key points about Gen Z and millennials and what we can expect. Today, we're going to talk about what should you do when team members are not doing their best? Have you ever worked on a project or worked with employees at work where they just weren't pulling their weight? Uh, maybe, they, maybe they're having a bad week and everybody has a bad week or a bad day or whatever the case is. That's fine. But if you consistently worked with somebody that you know, wasn't a good team player. They weren't willing to do the things they needed to do. And if you're in a leadership position, you will need to build a team of diverse personalities and abilities. But even if you fly solo, you do have to work with others. And the working with others, they still need to be able to contribute. So that is still a team member considering. So if you're a leader... How do you how do you how do you handle uh, teamwork or team members that do not believe in teamwork? Because you overall, regardless of the situation, if there's a weak link, then you can that this can definitely cause bottlenecks and overall decrease productivity. And you can also hurt morale when when people see lazy employees. This affects morale. And that is a key concern. So fortunately, there are ways to tackle uh, the situation of 
team members not pulling their weight. And really, there are a total of, we like seven rules to talk about the, you know, how to improve uh, team, team members and teamwork. And the number one is address the solution before the problem occurs. As you may be familiar with this quote, the greatest victory is one that requires no battle. In other words, make sure this is not a problem on your part when you assign projects or you assign, assign team leaders with members. Uh, you should include, when you're looking at solutions or when you're putting together a workload, know your workload before you assign anything. Check to see if everybody is available and has availability to work on that project. Another thing is set clear and specific expectations. And that usually means clear communication. Also eliminate possible obstacles. Ask them if there's something that's preventing them from getting the project done or being a good team member. And when there's a large assignment where it's such a big bulk, where you know that one person is going to have a difficult time tackling it, break it down into more attainable pieces because people are going to struggle on a big project. And sometimes procrastination feels like a greater sense of urgency and give reasonable deadlines with priorities. As a team leader or a manager, you need to make sure that you have deadlines for specific actions. If you say, I want the project done overnight and it's a large project, that is not likely going to be an attainable goal. The second thing we talked about, or the second thing that helps improve uh, good team members is don't judge quickly. What if you were proactive and follow the steps above, but it didn't work out? Instead of losing your cool, I mean, how many have lost their cool before when it comes to dealing with a poor team member? Go to the root of the problem. Instead of assuming they're lazy or they're a bum, you assume there's something happening in their life that's interfering with their work. The only way to find out is if you approach them professionally and simply ask them. Preferably, you would do this on a one-on-one -on -one during a, you know, some sort of break or during a, a closed meeting. Uh, you know, you can you could recommend asking questions like, "Can I take some of the weight off your shoulders?" You may find out that they're not lazy and competent, but they may be dealing with a time management issue. This just may be more like a coaching session. Uh, at the same time, don't let them stop you from neglecting your priorities. If you take on part of a workload, don't complain. Your mindset should be, I'm going to keep taking their job until I've taken their job and I'm going to move on. So, you know, the thing about it is, is you have to make sure that you don't judge quickly because not everybody's a bomb, not everybody's lazy. The third aspect is don't let them interfere with your productivity. Yes, this can be challenging, but you should focus on your own work and not someone else's. Granted, if they're not pulling their weight or they're, they're part of the project's going to leg behind, this can definitely be distraction and frustrating. But focusing on someone else's performance will only minimize your, your performance and take too much of your energy. 
So how can you do this when your blood is boiling? You're mad. You're angry. They're not pulling their weight. And therefore, you might not finish the project. And guess what? They'll let the team down. But more importantly, you'll let, you'll let the project down or you might let your own boss down. So there are other ways. So number four is offer help. Have, have you been able to keep your nose on the, on the grind? So if so, you may be able to help others. Just keep in mind that this does not mean doing their job for them. One way is provide support to offer guidance or some sort of feedback. It could be something as simple as sharing your, productiv- your productivity uh, ideas that work for you or lending an ear to listen. As we mentioned earlier, maybe something's going on in their life. So another suggestion would be to help them with less important tasks. Maybe they're tedious tasks and they're just getting in the way. But be careful not to make this happen on a regular basis. Because if you spoil them, they'll get used to it and they'll be lagging behind expecting you to cover them. So again, that is a big issue. Number five, apply Brooks Law. What is Brooks Law? Well, Brooks Law was coined by Fred Brook in 1975's book he had, which was called The Mythical Man Mouth. Again, The Mythical Man Month. This is an observation on software project management. The law simply states that when a person is added to a project team and the project is already behind schedule, then the project time is overall, it's overall longer rather than shorter. What do you mean by this? Well, for example, if you have 20 people working together on a project and one person is holding everyone up, you may want to call in the reinforcement to take to help them. The problem is that not only is it necessary to bring new team members up to speed, but now there is also a communication overload. So what should be the size of your team? Sometimes too many people is not good for the team. But average teams usually are somewhere around fewer than 10 people. Uh, So therefore, it just depends. You could have higher or lower levels of participation. Uh, Number six, rotate responsibilities. This isn't always an option, but if you can rotate some of the the responsibilities, uh, the most important thing is that they can finally build on their strength and do something they ultimately enjoy. Number seven, recognize what motivates them. Sometimes there could be a project that maybe a portion of the project you're working on is not exciting. Maybe it's something that really annoys you. And so therefore you get behind on the project. So if you're able to find something or find an exciting part of the project that really gets you going, then as a team leader or a team member, you can really utilize your passion to be successful in this. So, and the at last one at eight is learn and grow with your team. Since this will not embarrass anybody, it provides opportunities for the entire team to learn and grow. Sometimes it's great to share ideas. If you share ideas, then overall, you'll be successful as a team member or a team lead. So again, just to recap, the, the eight specific action steps that help or minimize lazy team members are one, address the solution before the problem occurs. Number two was don't judge quickly. That's key. 
Number three, don't let them interfere with your productivity. And the fourth one was offer help as they need it. And number five, as we just talked about, it's coined by Fred Brook. It's Apply Brook's Law. And again, that's from the book, A Mythical Man Mouth. And number six was rotate responsibilities. Uh, keeps them from getting bored, helps energize them. Number seven, recognize what motivates them, gets them excited. If you can find something or some part of the project to get them excited and work on, then great. This doesn't always happen. And number eight, learn and grow with your team. Just because you have a team member that seems like maybe they're lacking on a project or, or holding up everybody, sometimes it just may be how you're communicating to them. Maybe it's a, it's a, just a, uh, I get a lack of communication or a, a communication breakdown, but it doesn't mean somebody's lazy or they're a bum. It just means that to find to be a good team member is you have to be on the same page. And what's being on the same page, page mean? It means working towards a common goal that will not only help uh, the team be successful, but it'll help build on the strengths of each team member. And as leaders, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we're building up uh, the team members, the people that we manage and lead. Because by doing this, ultimately, they will be successful in return. The company will be successful. And that means the organization will profit because of having great teamwork, having people in the right spots, doing the right work. And overall, it's kind of like this. If you're making hamburgers and you're at In-N-Out Burger or McDonald's or one of those chain restaurants and you, you everybody's working like clockwork. You have somebody working on the fries. You got somebody working on the patties, somebody with the buns, the lettuce, the condiments, whatever the case may be. It's A, B, C, D. They're, they're, they're locked in, getting the burgers out. Everything's so uniformed. But that is not always the case, especially when it's team projects and when you're leading teams or when you're a team member, everybody's different and you cannot expect people to work like they're a machine, like maybe the machines are at McDonald's. So again, I think this is a really important uh, you know, podcast tonight because overall, if you have great team members, you have great team leadership, you will thrive as an organization. And that is key, especially during the pandemic or when you know, monetary gain can be challenging and you're looking for the best team, you're looking for the best workforce because there are a lot of very highly qualified people that are out of jobs. So therefore, employers are having the optimal pick of the, of the employee, uh, I guess the employee uh, think tank. They're able to get the best of the best. So again, if you're a team member, uh, and you're misunderstood, that's fine. Maybe you'll want to talk to your team leader to make sure you're on the same page. And if you're a team leader and you're not on the same page, then you need to reach out to your team member to help raise them up so you can be successful as an organization and thrive and move forward. Uh, again, thank you as always. Uh, please uh, like, subscribe, share with your friends, family, coworkers. Uh, we appreciate the listenership. Uh, I will probably not have a podcast for Friday. I may surprise you, uh, but we will be getting ready for a big bear trip. I got to learn how to put on these snow chains 
And that's not my strength. Again, like I always talk about in the podcast, you want to know your strength. You want to know your weaknesses. And being inclined with my hands, that's not something I'm, I'm really good at. So I'll, I'll admit, admit my failures and my challenges and, and move forward. But I will give it my best try and learn before we go because I don't want to be stuck in the snow learning how to put on snow chains. So as always, thank you very much for your listenership. The best way to get in touch with me is via my website, jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Excuse my email. And via the website, genzandmillennialexpert.com. So thank you. We'll uh, see you on the next podcast. If I don't talk to you tomorrow, have a great weekend. Uh, If it's morning, afternoon, or night, be safe. Take care. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.